quite naturally, the episode before this one, I talked about ghosting. I said, share with you what it is, what it isn't, so you don't mischaracterize ghosting. I also talked about the emotions that people feel in the aftermath. And I also shared some do's, how to handle it, how to cope with it, and how to move forward. In this episode, I am going to be speaking about what happens if and when the ghoster returns. Because sometimes, sometimes those ghosts, they'll show back up. Stay tuned. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. So, da-da-da, your ghoster returns. They return! I'm telling you, a lot of times, majority of the times, ghosters, they come back. I don't know why they do, but they do. And depending upon where you are, you may want to respond. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about the ghoster's mindset when and right before they reach out. I'm going to talk about your mindset, things that you need to consider before reaching out, if you decide to reach out, excuse me, if you decide to respond, okay? If you decide to respond. And then number three, if you're still on that I want to respond train, I'm going to give you three things that you definitely need to ask if you guys get back into communication, okay? So, number one, when a ghoster returns, there's several things that's going on that's in play in the background that you may or may not be aware of. And it's all really tied into the reason in which they ghosted, the reason why they decided to basically drop you. Because that's pretty much what they did. If it's financial reason, their financial situation has improved. Okay. If it's they their availability, their availability situation may be changing or it has changed. If they dip because of family obligations, now that obligation that was on them may have been lifted or is easy is manageable a lot better. They can they're able to date. If the reason was because someone else, maybe that other person didn't live up to the expectations that they thought. Things weren't as good as they thought they would be. And now they want to jump on your bandwagon. Whatever the reason is, something has occurred and now they want to reach back out. In their mind, you guys didn't split on bad terms. Right. But they're also not looking at the gravity. They're not looking at the big picture as to what they did and how it might have made you feel because they didn't care. Because if they cared, they just would have communicated to you. 
So they're not thinking about what pain. They're hoping that maybe you're over it, right? <laughs> they're hoping they can just slide back in and you guys just move on as if nothing happened. Now, that's if they're wanting to pick back up on the romantic tip. There are times in which people are just doing it because they're bored, right? They're lonely. If they left because of another person, well, maybe that situation isn't working out right now. And they want to get a backup ready. So they reach out to you. I know not a good feeling, but these are the facts. These are the facts. Sometimes people get ghosted twice by the same person because they really didn't have any true intentions. They just wanted to know whether or not this person would be still on the other end. They were basically getting an ego boost. Sad but true. But who does this? A lot of people do this. But really and truly, ghosters do this a lot. Because it's not really about you. It's about them. Okay, so that's the why they reach out. Sometimes they genuinely feel bad. And they wanted to just really reconnect. Moving on to the second, which is the most important. When you've moved on and you're not thinking about the person, then all of a sudden you see that name pop up. That name could popped up through a, a like on one of your social media pages. It could have popped up via a, a message through social media or even a message through your phone. Normally via text. That's Ghoster's primary preferred method of communication. When they return, they really and truly just want to slide on in and not really address the real issues. But they can't really know where you're at unless they kind of nudge you a little bit. And that's what those are. If, if you see social media likes and <laughs> comments and no direct conversation, they're just nudging you. If you get a text message or two, they're nudging you, especially if the text message is a vague, very, very... Uh, normal text you guys didn't end off on normal terms and you guys don't have anything going so it's not normal for them to text you hi good morning good afternoon good evening i hope you're doing well does some of these <laughs> texts sound familiar how have you been it's been a long time sometimes they may lead in with a joke they're just testing the waters to see whether or not you bite. You have to determine for you what's best for you. Where's your headspace at? What do you want? Are you care are you at the point where you care if you ever hear from them again? Why aren't they blocked? Right? Maybe they're blocked on one and then not blocked on the other. I'm the type of person, I'll say this, I don't think it's good to block people. I think they need to see all of you in your glory. But this person has reached out. You need to figure out where, where your head is at. Are you lonely? 
Are you lonely enough to allow this person back into your life in hopes that they don't mess up? Are you strong enough to allow the person back into your life and to be able to move on if they decide to ghost again? Are you at the point where you're kind of like, this person got a lot of nerves to even reach out to me? Is your curiosity gone? Right? Because at some point, you're kind of like, during the ghosting phase, you're like, what happened? Like, what did I do? Did I do something? Did they do something? Is it someone else? Is it me? What did I do? Are they okay? Like, you start wondering what's wrong with you. Remember, they did not care enough to share that with you. You may be at the point where you don't even care anymore. You may just have the satisfaction of knowing that they reached out. And they, that may be as, as good as any climax you could have ever received. Now, when you find out your, your, your end goal, your end game, it's really going to fall into three categories, okay? One category is, I don't need a, you know, I really don't need them in my life as a friend. I really don't need them in my life as a quarter. I really don't need them in my life. But I am curious enough to know what happened. I call that the one hit a quitter. You know for sure <laughs> that you just want to know since they hitting you up, what happened? That's it. And when you're in this position, this is really the strongest position to be in, you know, like nothing that this person can say can sway you to miss what you thought you guys had because you thought you had something, but clearly you didn't. Okay, so that one hit a quitter, much love because you can take it or leave it. You don't care if, if, if they respond back after you respond to them or not. You've moved on, completely moved on, and completely forgot about them. A lot of times, the one hit a quitters don't even want to hit. They don't even care. They won't even respond. But if you're one of them one hit a quitters that want to know, go for it. Okay. Just know that chances are you won't get a direct answer. And be good with it. The second group, the second group is the group that is just about connection. You're good with just being friends. That's what you want. You don't really want the romance because you learn from that lesson, but you're okay with being friends. You're cool with it, despite what they did. You, you kind of can look at it differently and say, okay, that was as a potential partner. I know this person isn't right for me, but I'm okay enough to be friends with this person. Now, understand you got to be completely honest with yourself because you could easily throw yourself into a friends with benefits situation and then you st still got played. Okay? 
So you got to genuinely be okay and in a space in which you want that you're open to being friends if you choose to go that route, if you choose to. But just understand (laughs) that chances are, chances are, this person's not being completely genuine with you. And the third category is the, I want us to try and start all over again. Hopeless romantic, I call you. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you feel like you guys didn't get a good go, especially if it was early during the courtship, you may, you know, you know, forgive this little infraction as you may consider it and move on, especially, especially if it didn't devastate you, especially if you weren't deep into it. it, You might be easier. It might be easier for you to chalk it up as, you know what, we were, we were brand new there. He didn't owe me anything. She didn't owe me anything. Right. Moving right along. Now you have your things to consider. If I do reach out to them, what do I want? Do I want to date? Do I want a friendship? Or do I just want to have that final conversation? Once you figure that out, then you move to the next part. I don't care if you've already connected back with them and had a couple of conversations or one. If you are still in communication or considering communicating with them, there are three things that you should definitely should definitely be a part of the conversation. And it should be directly to the point. Number one. What happened? (laughs) Number one. Why did you disappear? Now, again, like I said before, be willing and understanding that you or understand that you may not get the truth. You may get a partial truth, but you may not get the full truth. If they're extremely vague, that's extremely an extreme red flag. If they have a super elaborate story, that's an extreme red flag. But either way, you really don't know what you're getting because this person has shown themselves to be deceptive and not forthcoming, nor considerate of your feelings. And those type of people really don't feel connected to you and they don't feel that they owe that. Okay, so number one, you want to know what happened. You want to know what happened back in, you know, four months ago or three months ago or a month ago. You want to know what happened. What made them make the decision to dip? That's specifically what you want to know. They can tell you some elaborate story, but what about that made you say to yourself that you were just going to roll out? So that's, that's number one. The second thing. The second thing you want to ask is, why now? They, let's, let's be real, they slept plenty of nights without thinking about you. You hadn't been a part of their thoughts, a part of their conversation, or a part of their lives. 
They didn't care to know about your day-to-day. And it depended on how long that period may have been. You may have really went through some things. And it would have been great to be able to share those things with them. You could have went through some hard times. You could have went through some major successes. Major success. So that's number two. Why now? You want to know what has made them decide that now was the time to reach out to you. And then number three, you want to know what their end game is. Now, don't be fooled. Don't allow any of these questions to be reversed or, or for them to shy away. You want to know what, what, what their purpose is. And their purpose is really and truly the same three categories. Number one, they didn't really want too much of anything anyway. I was just checking on you. That's that's what the I don't want nothing anyway looks like. Oh, I was just checking on you. I was just thinking about you. They didn't want nothing other than an ego boost. They won't tell you that, but that's what that is. Number two, number two <laughs> is they want friendship. They'll let you know. And then number three, they want to see where you guys can go. If you guys can pick back up where you left off. Those are the only three ways that it can go. Now, I share with you in this episode, you know, when the ghoster returns... Right, I share with you, you know, the importance of figuring out what you would like to accomplish. And then I end it with three things that you need to ask. Now, let me tell you what's important with the three things you need to ask. Understand that chances are you won't get the full story. But the questions are more to show to them or to express, or to exhibit the fact that you have self-value. It's more of a statement. When you ask someone, why did you act in this manner? That express or communicates to them that they've acted less than what is acceptable to you, and you demand an answer. That's it. The number two, the number two is when you ask them what do you want now, what are your intentions, is letting them know, look, I am not here for any games. It doesn't reveal your hand, but you want to know what's going on in their head. Like, why are you reaching out to me? That's that's the main question. What happened? It lets them know that they can't just pop in and pop out without any explanation. That you're not, oh, she's just a phone call away. He's just a phone call away after he did what he did. That access, 
has only been granted for a little bit of time for you to communicate to them and them to communicate to you. But it's not open season access because they didn't appreciate the access they had. Okay. You want to know, you know, what, what, what's the intentions? And then, again, of course, it can go in any, any order. Number three, you want to know why now? Why now? Again, it's just to communicate to them that you can't just pop in and pop out. That you demand an answer, regardless <laughs> if they're being honest with you. Now, in closing, I just want to tell you my honest opinion with my personal experience. Sometimes a ghost or a ghost more than once. Sometimes they reach out just for an ego boost. Sometimes they are sincere. But the fact that they did what they did for a lot of people is hard to take them seriously. Wondering if they're going to ghost again. It's just like waiting for someone to stand you up or to let you down. And you deserve way more than that. I think the best remedy for a ghost is to ghost them back. Don't respond. Don't hop into that loop. Let them understand how it feels. Let them feel the uncertainty that you felt at their hands. That's the best way to communicate value and the best way to get you a personal victory after being ghosted. Whatever your choice is, whatever your decision is, I trust that you will make the best choice. Don't beat yourself up if you've responded to a ghoster. Don't beat yourself up if you've rekindled and you guys are looking into working things back out. All I can say is that if you decide to remain in contact, be weary. Be aware. Keep your eyes open. Because the best indicator of future behavior is previous patterns. I'm not saying things can't work out, but your best bet is that time that you were able to get used to them not being around got you closer and closer to the person that's probably really there for you, the person that you really need to be with. So the choice is yours. Make sure that you're always communicating the importance of communication and communicating your value by rewarding with your presence and stepping away and not awarding your presence with misbehavior and mistreatment. Like I stated in episode number one, ghosting can really, really be a trigger for a lot of people, can bring people back to 
childhood trauma or previous relationship issues, issues of abandonment, issues of rejections, issues that impact their self-esteem and feeling of self-worth, issues that challenge your own, <laughs> your own sanity, as well as your ability to be a good judge of character. See, when a person goes, they don't think about all these things. They think about themselves, but it's a true indication of the character of that person. Because trust me, they ghosted you. They didn't ghost everyone in their circle. So just let that sink in. I wish you the best of luck on your dating journey. And with that, this is Dee, and I'm out. Bye.